Welcome to MLB from CDA Baseball. I'm your host, James Morris, and today is going to be a little more of a shorter episode because we're only going to talk about the Cardinals because today and yesterday, the Cardinals have been phenomenal, and the Cardinals are a team that I think you should watch out for. My predictions lately have not been correct because I also said the Cubs would be very good, and yes, they do only have 32 wins. You never know, though, but the Cardinals have a very young, talented team. The Cardinals, I'm looking at their roster right now. So you got a solid third baseman, Nolan Arenado. You got a solid shortstop, second base, and Brendan Donovan, Edmondo Souza. And then Tommy Edmonds showing you at short. Um, Nolan Gorman, uh, Paul Goldsmith, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright. This lineup goes on forever. But first, let's take a listen, a quick listen on what the Cardinals did today. Um, the Cardinals hit four home runs straight. Arenado. Uh, I believe it was Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, a lot of different players did some crazy things. So, it's a 2 1. Arenado out to left, barreling back, looks up, and it's gone. A line shot, home run, Nolan Arenado. His 16th of the year. And a 2-1 pitch to Nolan Gorman. And Gorman hits it out to deep right. The Cardinals have gone back-to-back. 3-0 St. Louis. Nolan Gorman with home run number seven. Outfield is deep and a 1-2. And Yepes hits it out to deep left field. And gone! Three consecutive home runs. And so the Cardinals, obviously four home runs straight is amazing, and you can never go wrong with that. Their roster has been very good lately. Well, not lately, but I mean they weren't they weren't even predicted to be that good. The Cardinals now, you got Paul Goldsmith, a veteran a veteran player who is batting like 339. And then you got a second baseman, Tommy Edmond. Then you got a, a shortstop, uh, Brendan Donovan. You got a third baseman going right now to outfield, Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader. I believe those both guys are hurt, though. And then Dylan Carlson in right field. And Yadier Molina, uh, Andrew Kissinger's having a really good year at catcher. So this that, that right there is phenomenal. You cannot go wrong at all with that lineup. And we're just going to go through the roster. We have a lot of things to talk about about the Cardinals because the Cardinals, I think, are the most underrated baseball team going into 2022 because, let's say, you ask a random, the average MLB fan, be like, yeah, I guess the Cardinals, they're okay because they've been okay their entire life. They've never been really bad. They've never been really good. But this year, I think they're going to be really, really good. They got two possible Rookie of the Year winners and two Rookie of the Year candidates, Brendan Donovan, Nolan Gorman. Those guys are both phenomenal players. I think those... I think last podcast to talk about rookie of the year candidates. I think I easily shit out of those two for sure. So I honestly, I'm in awe with this lineup right now because Paul Goldsmith. So all of these players are veteran, right? I mean, except Nolan aren't except Nolan Gorman and uh, Edmondo Souza and Brendan Donovan. Those guys are rookies, but every single player has been for the league for a long time. So I think that's a really good thing because they've known they've been together for a while. But uh, first, let's talk about. 
their defense. Easily the best defense in the year. I think they won, what, six gold gloves last year. Brandon Donovan could win a gold glove. He is a solid second baseman. You got Tommy Edmund, another very good second baseman, has speed, can hit for power-ish, but is really good on the average. He's been playing shortstop lately um, because they don't have an amazing shortstop, but Nolan Gorman can play short and second. So the second and maybe even short are really, really good. Nolan Arnado at third, a gold, many tiny gold glove winner. And I really like what I see from Andrew Kisner as a catcher. I think he'll be really good. And then you got Albert Pujols as well. Adding him was a really good for their lineup, for their offense. And Mondo Sousa, a solid shortstop. His bat will help them for sure. And yeah, again, Juan Yepes. He is only 24, and he's been hitting the ball crazy, and he is another good left fielder. So every single one of those players, let's say Brandon Donovan, um, Dalen Carlson, and... um, uh, Nolan Gorman, all those guys have amazing bright futures. Those those three guys, I can guarantee it, are going to be all-stars. I mean, I know those two players are rookies, and you can't really decide if, if they're going to be good from just this year, but they, I can tell you one thing. I can guarantee it that those guys are going to be very, very solid. And I was watching a video on Brandon Donovan in the minor leagues with the exact same swing as he had in MLB. You know, sometimes in AAA, you're batting 300, and MLB is a lot harder. So you fix your, you change your swing and lots of things, but that's not what he did. He actually kept his swing, and that's been helping him tremendously. He is batting very, very good. I think he'll, he'll help the Cardinals so, so well. And I think the Cardinals are lucky to have him because he's been in the minor league system for a while. I think they're lucky to have him. They're starting pitching very good. Adam Wainwright, I love what I see from Adam Wainwright. I love contact pitchers. He's probably the best contact pitcher they have in MLB right now. Um, oh, I forgot. A right fielder, Lars Newpar. He's been solid as well. He's young too. But uh, Adam Wainwright, probably the best contact pitchers I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then another good one, Miles Michaelis. He almost pitched a no-hitter. So you can't go wrong with that, honestly, because he... He's been hurt a lot, so he hasn't really got his chance to really show himself. But lately, he has, been, he, he has shown himself very well lately, and they're really lucky to have him. So, Miles Michaelis, uh, Zach Thompson is decent, but Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, and I believe that's about it for solid uh, re- uh, starters. I don't see any other starters that uh, jump out to me, but the relieving is decent. Galagayos is pretty good. Jordan Hicks is playing well. And then... Um, that one guy, the, the guy throws gas. I forget his name right now, but uh, he's very solid. But I, I want to talk about Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Adam Wainwright, and uh, Yadier Molina. They've been together for you know many many years. So they they <clears throat> most guys. So let's look at their age. Paul Goldschmidt, he is thirty four. So you, you're out of your prime by then, you know. But no, Paul Goldschmidt is in the middle of his prime, and he's thirty four. Apropos, he's 42, and he's playing pretty well. I mean, he's batting, yeah, maybe 240, but has double digits about home runs. <clears throat> Adam Wainwright, he's 40, and he, he has a chance of winning the Cy Young and being an all-star. Adam Wainwright's amazing. And then trying to find where is... Uh, uh, Apropos, I think I already said that, but... <laughs> The point is, they're very, very solid. Yadier Molina, he's 39, and yes, he is hurt right now, but he's another solid player. Tyler Neal's hurt, um, but Alex Ray, yeah, they do have a lot of injuries. I'm looking at that right now. Their injuries are killing them, but I think they can be really, really good. Jake Woodford's another solid reliever. I think if the Cardinals hang on to what they got, they can be phenomenal. So let's dive in a little bit deeper. Uh, war leaders, 2022 season war leaders. Number one, Sandy Alcantara. Can never go wrong with that Marlins starter pitcher. He's war 4.5. But the first time in Major League Baseball 
ever. Top three war leaders. Paul Goldschmidt, 4.3. Tommy Edmund, 4.3. Number three, Nolan Arnaldo, with a 4.1. So, I'm in awe. So, number one, Marlins player. Then the top three uh, below him are all Cardinals players. So, if the Cardinals can keep that up the whole season, I know this is kind of crazy, but I think they have a real good shot at winning the World Series because... uh, they looking. They've been looking pretty good so far. So we're gonna see if the if the Cardinals can do. They haven't won the World Series in a long time. I'm looking at their playoff odds right now. Their projection to win it, win their division, is only 27.8 percent. To quench the wild card, it's 27.3 percent. Make the playoffs, 55 percent. But here's the big thing that I highly disagree with. To win the World Series, 2.1 percent. And yes, this is. We're barely halfway through the season, and I think the Cardinals. I would even put this. I would put the Cardinals at a twenty-five percent chance to win the World Series, or and I would put them at an eighty percent, eighty-five. Let's say point three percent chance to make the playoffs. Same as the Brewers. The Brewers. I don't think they're going to do very good. Their hitting's horrible. Their pitching's pretty good, but they need to work on their hitting. The Cardinals have both that down. Their pitching is solid. Their hitting is amazing, and. Um, if the Cardinals can keep this up, they will be phenomenal. I think the Cardinals can be so, so good if they hang on to what they got. Like the Reds, the Pirates, um, even the Padres. They traded players that were very young, and they could get good players out of it. Sometimes those trades work out, sometimes they don't. I really hope the Cardinals don't do that. So the Cardinals, their second place, are 44-36, and 36, a plus 69 run differential. They're looking really, really good. Let's, let's, dive, let's dive into their pitching because I think they can be – their pitching – it's it's decent. So ERA, they are ranked 11th. So you cannot go wrong with that. 11th is pretty good. And um, so above average pitching. Now their their average for hitting is fifth. A way like top five best batting average is amazing. Home runs. They don't hit tons of home runs. They are well, I guess 14th and hitting the most home runs. But that's that's exactly what you want. They have very very little errors. They have the second least amount of errors in MLB. So and they they uh, put they've uh, had the most double plays, they have the most total chances to get outs. They they look really good. They have uh top uh their third in uh fielding percentage. They're all, so their hitting's there. Top 5 best hitting. Top 10 or top 11 best pitching and uh probably the he's probably the best infield in baseball. So the Cardinals, I think you should watch out for this team. They they are scary, and I th- I don't know what much else to say because these these Cardinals look scary to me because Nolan Arenado having a career year. Obviously, Paul Goldsmith Paul Goldsmith's having a career year, and I guess since I was what's got I was gonna talk about Paul Goldsmith a little bit later, but let's talk about him right now because Paul Goldsmith uh, he is coming back from. Not the best year in his like career. 2021, he batted 294, so not bad. 31 dingers, I guess that's not very bad. 2019, only about a 260. But this year, right now, he's first in bat. He's first in All Star voting so as a first baseman. He's batting 346 with 19 home runs and 65 RBIs. That's first in average. That's uh, top 10 in home runs, and that's top 10 in RBIs. And so he doesn't even strike out that much. He's just a solid player. He can even win a gold glove as a first baseman. I think he's a phenomenal player. Gold, Paul Goldschmidt having a career career year. He had four hits against the Marlins on the 27th. 
he had two hits back-to-back days against the Phillies. Uh, he had two hits against the Cubs. I mean, th- this guy, this guy is virtually unstoppable. I wouldn't even pitch to this player. Um, I'm, I'm getting myself worked up right now about the Cardinals because, you know, I'm a Reds fan. <clears throat> We're in the NL Central, and every single year the Cardinals have been top two, top three uh, competitors in their in their division. So. <clears throat> Obviously, they're trying. They're, they're, they have good prospects, and I think that's what they were doing this entire year to try to make sure they're making, try to make sure they they were doing the right thing. So, the Cardinals, forty four and thirty six right now. It is June third, and uh, on a Sunday. So we'll see how this pans out in the future. I think of all these teams, you got the Dodgers, you got the Mets, you got the Astros, Twins, Yankees, all those teams. I think the Cardinals have a better chance than all those guys. And you guys are like, why, James? The Cardinals are in second place. Well, you obviously weren't listening to the rest of my podcast because veteran-based players, veteran players have, you know, the veterans have been together for a long time. They know the best tips. And the only reason veterans aren't good anymore is because they're not as athletic. They're not they're not as athletic as they used to be, but they know all the good tips and they, they know how to be good. They're just not as athletic as they used to be. The Cardinals, all these are veterans. Most of them are veterans, but they all know. But they're but they're all athletic, and the ones that are veterans are playing really well, and all the rookies are playing really well. So you got a lot of mixed players. You got seven, eight, maybe nine veteran uh, veteran players, and they've been playing really, really well, really, really, really well. And the rookies that haven't even played for a whole year have been playing like they're a veteran. So those players. If you can mix the veterans with the rookies, you're going to have it a phenomenal roster. And that's what the Cardinals are doing right now. I mean, Adam Wainwright has showed that he he can still be good. Last year he was good. He said this is going to be his last year. A lot of people don't want that. People are saying if he's uh if he wins the Cy Young, he'll play again this year. But he has a 3.07 ERA and wins and losses are 6 and 5, but last year he had 17 wins and uh, 2019 he had 14 wins so every single year he's been solid he averages probably a three era ish he's had two low two eras before but i really like what i see from adam wainwright because he's a contact pitcher he does not strike out much very batters he's only struck out 76 his high is a hundred or his high is actually 219 which is a decent amount but his average is probably mid hundreds so the cardinals pitching our contact pitchers, except for the relief, the relief are strikeout players. Uh, that Cabrera guy, that's what I was thinking. He's a gas pitcher. No one can hit him. Jose Ovedo, whatever you want to call him, that's, he's a good strikeout pitcher. Galeos is a good uh, strikeout pitcher as well. So the Cardinals, you got depth every sing- and ev- you got depth everywhere. So I think uh, it's really good what's happening right now. So <clears throat> the Let's talk the war. I'm really excited about that. The war, Paul Goldschmidt, Tommy Edmond, Noah Arenado, all fours, and that's all I think. I think that's all I've got to say about uh, the Cardinals. So, <clears throat> the Cardinals. If you're a betting guy, um, I think the Cardinals will make the playoffs. I can almost guarantee it, but I don't know what I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't I'm not for sure about the World Series yet, and but I can guarantee it. That they'll make the playoffs, um, and if not, 100% next year. But that's a whole different year, so it depends what they do. But uh, now, like every podcast we do, stat and standing leaders. Actually, you know, since since we're here, let's talk about some MLB news. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is back from his rehab. He's thrown single A, and he threw very well. I believe it was 
what I think he threw he threw his six his first six batters he struck out five I believe and um, the Soto just got hurt Frankie Montas was hurt Mad Max made his rehab but I don't I've not heard much about him after that so I don't know what's going on with him but um, Betts doubled his first game off the IL. So that was Mookie Betts. Uh, first game off the IL, he doubles twice. Mookie Betts, an all-star player for sure. And phase two in the all-star ballot. So that's very exciting. And get ready for that. Suzuki, Sehe Suzuki for the Cubs will rejoin on Monday. Anthony Descafani of the Giants will have surgery on his right ankle. And um, I, again, the Marlins look like a solid team so far. Jesus Sanchez says he believes in himself and he hits a clutch home run. And the Marlins are a young team. Sandy Alcantara is playing really good. The Reds had a walk-off win today. Riley Green of the Tigers had a walk-off hit today. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is playing way better. The Yankees are proving to be the most, the best club in MLB right now. And um, I think it's really cool what uh, what Green did Riley Green. Here, here's Riley Green walk off home run. His first MLB home run and walked it off. Central. Riley Green, I have him on my fantasy team because I think he's going to be really, really good. And Her- Jeremy Pena also had a walk-off home run, so he's looking really good. He's probably going to win the rookie of the year based on the looks of it. But now, let's get into stat and standing leaders. Uh, let's go into stats first. So if you want to join me right now as this episode comes out, you, I think it's I, I like to do it. I listen to podcasts, and while they're looking at stats, I look at it and just kind of see what they have to say. But average, we'll talk about average first. And I guess positive you have to if you're not there yet. But average and first, Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals and Luis Arrays from the Twins are tied batting 344. Though both Luis Arrays is kind of having a, I guess, comeback year. He's, he hasn't been very good this uh, He was okay last year. And we talked a whole lot about Paul Goldschmidt. Aaron Judge, still at 29. He hasn't hit as much home runs as he normally does. But 29 home runs on a streak to hit 63, breaking the uh, all-time single-season record. Pete Alonso with most RBIs, 69, and just right behind him, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. And Pete Alonso, another solid first baseman. It's kind of weird. The top three are all first basemen with RBIs. Paul Goldschmidt, uh, maybe Pete Alonso, and C.J. Crone. And, uh, yeah. um, and not too far below is Arenado. Stone base is John Birdie of the Marlins. He has 25 already. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, uh is second, and he's been hitting the ball really well. Watch out for Julio Rodriguez. He'll, he might even have a chance of winning the rookie of the year. He's been really, really good. ERA, I think the, mo- the, the comeback player of the year, I think he should be under. A 1.5 ERA for Tony Gonsolin of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Last year, he had, what, two ERA, roughly like that. You know, that's not that's pretty good, but he's easily the best pitcher in LB right now. He pitched against the Padres, and they gave up one run in seven innings. He's been playing amazing. Wins, uh, Justin Verlander and Tony Gonsolin with 10. Justin Verlander has a 2.03 ERA. He's been pitching really well. I like his off-speed pitches. And like uh, the Cardinals, he is getting a lot older, but he's playing better as his years go on. 
uh, strikeouts. Shane McClanahan with 133, and uh, that's already uh, topping, almost topping. Actually, I take that back. That's already he's already in. Uh, Adam Wainwright averages 143, and Shane McClanahan is 133. So he's already struck out so many batters that uh, he's going to be up there with one of the greatest. Saves 25. Josh Hader. He, he's uh, he's amazing. I don't. He's only he in two years. He's only lost I think two games, maybe even three. And I do want to talk about uh, David Bednar. He's he has like 13, but he's for the Pirates and he's kind of a younger guy and he's been really good. He's weird. This is only his second year and he's already a reliable guy that people know. Ayers. Uh, Ryan McCann for the Rockies and the least amount of errors. Actually, we're not going to do that because that's just not right. Uh, Ryan McCann for the Rockies. He has 12, so not great for him. And now, standing leaders. NL Central, Brewers, not for long, though. They're 46 and 35, plus 37 run differential. They are looking. Eh. They're looking okay, in my opinion. I think they could be looking a lot better. Their roster isn't even that good. I mean, they got rid of a lot of their better players. The New York Mets and the NL East. Okay. I don't want to say the Brewers are bad, but the Cardinals are better. The Brewers are still a very solid team. I think they probably make the wild card spot. I think they could probably win 90 wins next, this year, but I think the Cardinals have a shot a lot better to make first place. Uh, the NL East, New York Mets are ahead 49-30, and 30, but not far behind them are the Sneaky Braves with three and a half games out. The Mets have a plus uh, 57 run differential and um, are playing pretty well. They just beat the Rangers uh, 4-1 to one and have the Reds next. National League West, the Los Angeles Dodgers, they are 49-29. and 29. Uh, They are plus 138 run differential. They have the Rockies next, but just lost to the um, Padres 4-2. to two. And the Padres are not too far behind them with three and a half games back. But uh, the Padres have only won three out of their last ten games, and the Cardinals have won six. And the Giants have not been playing well. They are now eight and a half games out, so uh, they've not been playing well lately. And um, so, yeah. American League East, not surprisingly. The Yankees, they are 58-22, a plus 162 run differential. They have the Pirates next, and they are 34-9 and at home. So the Yankees, obviously, their roster is not bad. It's not amazing. I mean, I guess it's pretty amazing. But with a team with 58 wins already, I feel like they would have better. But, I mean, you can't get wrong with their roster. No one will. No one can. Uh, the AL Central, the Minnesota Twins, they're 45-37, a plus 44 run differential. They have the White Sox next, and they have six wins out of their last 10. They have been pretty good. Carlos Correa has been providing. So has a Duran and... Um, Sonny Gray, uh, maybe he got hurt, but he 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 pitched well when he did. I just remember him because he was on the Reds. But I know I'm missing someone else from the Twins. I'm sorry, but uh, the Twins are not a bad team, not not the best team. And uh, the Guardians are only two games out of first place. They've I don't know how they're two games. They only have 40 wins, and the Twins have 45. But uh, the the Guardians have been playing decent. I feel like the White Sox should easily be in first place, but they're behind. They're uh, 494 in percentage, and they have a negative 36 run differential. The Astros, 51-27 and 27 in the AL East, West. Uh, they've won six in a row, plus 90 run differential, and they have the Royals next. And not, why well, I say not too far, I mean 13 and a half games back. The Mariners are 39-42, and also the Rangers, 37-40. and 40. That's a pretty, that's 
take that back. That's a really bad division, unlike the AL East. So the AL East and the AL West are good and very bad. So get ready for that. Uh, believe that is it. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast. Watch out for them cards. And uh, hope you hope you like this podcast. And please, please share it. Thank you.